You know, delivering excellence is more than just 18 wheels moving products around the country. Trucking is complex, and its people are passionate. Accommodating a diverse driving workforce, ever-changing regulations, supply chain demands, and new technologies all present their own challenges, but in trucking, the creative and the innovative succeed. Let's understand the people that drive and support the trucking industry, and welcome to Garner Trucking's Beyond the Cab. Hello and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Cab. This is your host, Tim Krolski. It's been a hot minute since we've done one of these, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about, I think, in the uh, upcoming shows that we're going to have, but we wanted to dedicate this particular show to something pretty special within the Garner organization, and that is our Fleet Elite program. And I am pleased to have with me today one Jenny Fowle that will help me with uh, all of the important nuggets of information when it comes to the Fleet Elite program and some of the things that we've put together for our drivers uh, over this past year and what's coming up into next year. So, Jenny, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk about it. So we, we, can't, we can't move forward without at least reflecting back a little bit. Uh, back in September of this year, we had our... Kalahari uh, Family Fun Day, Fun Weekend, you might as well yes, call it. Was. it. And uh, we had a great time with that. And one of the things we like to do there is honor those drivers that have excelled at their job and, and done all the right stuff. And uh, we've got a, a nice little laundry list of drivers that, that kind of completed that task, that bubbled to the top. And I wanted to just talk a little bit about some of those drivers uh, and what they did to get there. And I think there's a lot of... Um, I guess let's say some common things, common uh, yes. categories. Uh, you know, the the calling off, the never late, uh, hours of service violations, not having hours of service yes, violations. Yes, no hours of service violations. Yeah, and no accidents or citations. And I think the majority of uh, the fleet elite, obviously, they all have to fall into that category in the first place, right? Yes, I found that to be very interesting when I uh, finalized this list that the top four um, – and the rookie of the year, like you said, no call-offs. They've never been late. They had no hours of service violations, no accidents or citations. I mean, all all fantastic um, reasons that they should be part of the Fleet Elite. They almost look like twinsies when you yes, start to take absolutely. a look at some of those numbers. And that's, of course, always been the challenge. The, the Fleet Elite program itself, we've been working on this for a number of years now. And we just keep fine-tuning and and changing year after year we make adjustments and try to continue to keep some balance um, and a lot of that has to do with the the styling and the type of jobs that our drivers have um, the amount of days that they're away from home versus other drivers that might get a little frequency uh, so that way no one gets disqualified versus um, someone that's uh, either on the road for a short time or a long time. We, we don't want any of them to get disqualified for that reason. Absolutely. I think it's um, you can be a fantastic driver um, regardless of how and when and where you drive. Um, but these numbers were, were really good ways to show um, why these folks are at the top. So as far as the drivers that were on this list this year, the award winners, would you say um, what are the I guess the things the categories that make that individual at the top stand out versus the ones below and then even ones that uh, we also have our uh, drivers to watch you know what what are the differences that you see there well when I looked at the top driver um, Mr. Chris Mann who was our driver of the year in 2022 he had a couple different things from um, the rest of the pack that really stood him out 
he used cruise control very consistently. Um, and I know, um, just speaking with James at the shop, that that's a good way to um, show performance of the vehicle, as well as just really intentional things that he's doing to to be good with the equipment and to maximize his time. Um, he had one critical event for the entire year. And critical events are things like hard braking, um, stability control, um, excessive speeds. Um, Chris Mann had one for the entire year, which That's I amazing. thought was phenomenal, yes. And he had referrals. We give um, 25 points for each referral. And one day he went to his school, stopped and visited, and was able to provide McKinsey and recruiting with nine referrals in one month. That has real impact for the organization, Absolutely. obviously. What are, what are some of the other categories that, that kind of weren't mentioned in this that, that um, we're, we're grading our drivers on? Do you want to talk about last year or yes. some of the things this year? No, okay. I want to talk about last year because we're going to get to this year. We've got mm-hmm. a lot of uh, um, pretty cool things and adjustments that we've made. And I want to talk a little bit about our board, too, when we get to that point. I agree. Um, well, DOT inspections were part of last year's and have been for several years. Those are just, if you get pulled over, if you have zero violations, you get positive points. If you have violations, you get negative points. Um, again, not everybody can receive that. Just It's based on, I guess, the luck of the draw, depending on which, which side of that coin you fall on. That is one of the, that is one of the kind of the hot topics and, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we absolutely debate uh, when it comes to, you know, the next year's program and what that's going to look like because some drivers just get luck of the draw. They don't mm-hmm. get pulled over. They don't... Uh, uh, they and, and so is that a, a situation where those drivers are just they've done a better job? Uh, I don't think it is because then right. you'd ha- you'd always have negative um, you'd always have negative mm-hmm. points if that were the case. So it, it's definitely an argument we've heard back and forth um, because we really do try to find the things that um, can be fair across the board. Yeah, and don't that's, wanna... that's this is one of those. It's yep. it's it's a little tougher to call. Mm-hmm. So. But I think it's important because if you do you've done your pre-trips and your post-trips and if you've done all that correctly you're going to get those positive points right and make some money right because we also offer what a hundred dollars for a uh, 75 dollars for a clean, bucks a for clean a inspection clean yep. 100 for hazmat yeah so it's good in all the ways yeah in a bunch of ways you get on-time deliveries is another mm-hmm. one and that's you know that's you're in control of that and yes. obviously if there's um, act of God situations or, you know, we wouldn't penalize a driver for anything like that. Yes, we definitely look at these case by case, especially lake loads, um, accidents and incidents that happen. Um, safety really takes a look at that to make sure that if it's not your fault, we're not going to penalize um, for that. Yeah, just and because we want to be fair about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, so things like yeah, tra- traffic citations, accidents, smart drive, the cameras, now that we've had those for a couple of years, we look at that score every month. Um, I send videos to Mark for the month, and he'll take a look and decide if it was legit or if it wasn't. Because, again, we don't want to penalize for something that um, isn't truly a safety issue. Yeah, it's definitely more about the we want to be on the reward side of things. But you've got to have some sort of an even up. Yes. You know, so if you have the good and the bad, there's got to be some detraction when those things happen. But we certainly want a reward for good behavior. Yes, that's very important. Um, cruise control, we talked about that. Uh, let's see, you know, late loads, call-offs. If you have a problem at a shipper or a receiver and a customer c- takes the time to call in, um, that's some negative points. Or if they call in and have really glowing things to say about a driver, those are some good positive points. Mm-hmm. But again, those are things random that event. can... Random Random, yes. Random event. It can happen. Um, so those were the big things from last year. Okay. 
appreciate that. I, um, I think you know, in in our conversation today, I think we're illustrating a little bit some of the um, flies in the ointment. Not that mm-hmm. they're necessarily trouble areas, but we want we want to keep things in um, in the vein of this is something we can measure. This is something we can identify as driver performance. There, it's unequivocal. There's no argument as to whether it, it happened or not. And um, it's again, it's been something we've been fine tuning for years. Very difficult to to, to look at it year after year and say, okay, this works, this doesn't. And when we've had some conversations where you know, trying to take that personal opinion out. So somebody made me mad today, so obviously he should get a ding for it. And that's trying yes. to eliminate all those little um, personal nuances where we have all of this data. I mean, we have so much data available, so we are trying to use it most efficiently and and be fair across the board without that personal opinion side to it. So it definitely leads us to the conversation about our our, uh, committee or our board for for the Fleet Elite program. Um, We sit and we meet a couple of times uh, before kicking off the next and then uh, certainly towards the end as we get ready to to build the following years we want to we want to come back, circle around, and mm-hmm. see what's working, see what's not working. Who's on that committee? Well, this year I was excited that we added someone from our operations team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, who is the driver manager, was part of the committee this year, and we added a driver. So I thought both of those perspectives were really important because um, throughout the prior year I would get phone calls from drivers and and feedback from dispatch saying, hey, what about this, what about this? So. Those folks need to be part of this conversation because they see things that I don't see or that you don't see. Exactly, exactly. I think I think that input, especially this year, was pretty invaluable. Agreed. As we made some adjustments to the program, along with that, we've got our recruiter and and our safety director are involved with that, and um, of course, you and I are, are are both a part of that mix as well. Um, but we just we want to keep a very fair balance and and make sure that what we're doing what we're grading on is the right things to grade Mm -hmm. on and that our winners at the end of the year are true winners that it's not some kind of fabricated like you said playing favorites type of prize uh and i think i think we've we've uh we've done a great job of putting that together and and, uh continue to change it yeah every year we've made some changes and adjustments so as we go headlong into 2023 what are some of the things that uh are going to be different with Fleet Elite? What are the adjustments that we've made to the program for this year? Uh, We made some significant changes, I think, Um, just based on the feedback. Like I said, it was great to have the driver and operations and safety and recruiting their feedback. And a couple of the big things that we changed, we added a whole other category um, called efficiency. So right now, um, operations tracks um, the number of hours that a driver drives compared to the number of hours that they have available. Mm-hmm. And operations, at least, looks at this to make sure that everybody's using their hours efficiently, making sure they're getting to the customer when they need to, and there's not any drivers that are um, lagging behind. And if there are, they look into this to make sure that there's not something on the customer end that maybe we can fix to help them make the most of their day. There's a lot of variables that go into that particular number. And, um, 
you know the the other side of all that is you don't want to have things be lopsided either so if you if we've got you know some drivers that are a little lighter as far as our usage of hours mm -hmm. we want to make sure we're taking advantage of those opportunities to get them up to speed and and along with everyone else and obviously we all kind of learn at our own pace so mm -hmm. th those rookies that are out there they can uh, they can get some experience and get an understanding of um what it's going to take to get into that fleet elite program but we try to keep some balance with that but good point you know the customer side of things you know if we've if we've got uh, some commonality with drivers going in and out of locations and we can see their significant hours being used but it's not driving hours that right. makes a big difference yeah if you're sitting you're not making money so i think operations is being very thoughtful on making sure that if a driver can run that they are so that they want them to make money absolutely <laughs> i mean that's um, so that's one of the numbers that we look at for this program as well as operationally um, for dispatch and paperwork. Um, we Turning in paperwork is an important part of the job, and we decided to choose um, payroll. So if you don't turn in your payroll by, I believe it's Tuesday at noon, correct me if mm -hmm. I'm wrong. No, that's correct. Um, if you turn that into Brad after that, or if Brad has to chase you down to for your payroll for the week, um, you're going to get some negative points. You'll get positive points if you turn it on time. Just turn your payroll on time, you're gonna get some positive points. Um, I will tell you in the last couple of months that we added this, um, there's been maybe three or four that Brad has had, had to find. Um, so we've we've put some negative points on those folks. And that's your payroll. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's your payroll. It's also our way of being able to bill in a timely Absolutely. fashion, keep money flow going, and both are as equally important, so. So yes, those are two big things for efficiency category. Um, we also added um, monthly truck washes. We were trying to think of a way to highlight those folks that are making these large black and red Garner billboards on the road look as nice as possible, look as professional as possible. So every driver gets at least one truck wash per month, paid for by Garner, mm -hmm. and if they use that, they get positive points. I think it's an easy way to do the image thing. I really yes. do. It's it just pretty cut and dry, very easy. We get a monthly report, monthly bill, and yes. we can just go from there. And these are from the Blue Beacon, in case anyone is unclear. Um, with this month's um, report, I'm also going to send the map of all the Blue Beacons in case anybody needs just a refresher on where those are available. So we've got a we've got another um, another addition to this yes. year's program. The you know we you, you had put this out in the newsletter, but the big <laughs> change this <Yes>. year. <laughs> kind of save that for last. And uh, I think probably maybe wise because <laughs> I think it deserves a little bit of explanation and and getting our folks to all understand that there's nothing positive or negative from one type of fleet to another whether you're a five by six driver a four by four driver or local driver none of that really kind of plays into this it's just that the opportunities mm -hmm. that can come up and I'll, I'll let you kind of explain the specifics about this but sure um so what we've done um is add some point differential for our over the road fleet as compared to the four by four fleet i'm trying to think of um, ways to, like you said, you're driving more, so there are going to be more opportunities to um, make good choices, or there's a lot of opportunities that you can make um, less good choices. So we wanted to just kind of recognize that the amount of time that an over-the-road driver spends in the cab is 30% more than a 4x4 driver compared to the average from last year. Mm -hmm. So we took that 30% 
and we are going to add 30% to certain metrics that are scored for the Fleet Elite, the driving specific things that are scored, things like hours of service, um, accidents, traffic citations, your smart drive score, your cruise control usage, all things that happen while you're behind the wheel. And the over-the-road drivers spend that extra 30% behind the wheel either making those choices or not making those choices. So we're, we're tacking on 30% to a handful of the things that we're scoring for the year. We're also subtracting though. Correct. As well. So, yes. so for every good deed, there's also the, the you know, the mm-hmm. bad side of that too. If, if you run into some problems with some of that, it can actually detract from your points as well. Yes. So I, you know, it's something new, it's, something different. <laughs> I, I've heard some comments from some of the drivers. Agreed. Same. Yeah. And um, it's just very important that they understand that really at the end of the day, we actually took a look at this year's winners. Yes. Because I. It uh, wouldn't this, have changed anything, right? Correct. Yes. I, I ran um, the 30% score for the current Fleet Elite from 2022 and all, um, at least the top four would have remained top four. Yeah. So, so that 30% wouldn't have, have changed anything. But like you said, this is kind of a, it, it's a sticky one and trying to explain and just make sure that we're not trying to penalize anyone um, either way. Right. Just trying to recognize that there is a difference. Well, I think I think the hard part with this is is that yeah, we, it's easy to hear right. the thirty percent more. Mm-hmm. It's not so easy to hear the thirty percent less, right? Right. So if you're if you're having some poor behaviors behind the wheel, or in your job, obviously it's going to penalize the penalize that driver. Um, and and by right, I, you know, I, I see I see the thought process there. With, with a driver that is out on the road a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's more risk there. There's more opportunity for error or, or problems. So um, rewarding for that's not such a bad thing. It's the same thing as a, you know, awarding a driver a million miles or 2 million miles or 10 million miles versus, mm-hmm. you know, one driver may make that in, inside of a 10-year stint. Another driver could make it in seven. Another driver it might take 12 years. But the award's the award at that point in time because that's Correct. the milestone you've hit. Correct. So, does that and make I- sense? I think so. This I, sometimes is, this is, I speak a little Polish, so that's <laughs> you're okay talking, too. You're talking to a Polak yourself, so <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, this one was just a it, it it makes it makes sense on paper. So hopefully, if anybody has questions or um, concerns, I I still encourage people to call all year. I mean, if you get your report and say, "Hey, wait a minute, something's not right," or "This doesn't seem right to me," explain it to me. I'm happy to explain what I can in my in my way, and we can get answers or at least resolved. I want to make sure that everybody feels um, secure in this program because that's what it's intended for. Yeah. We don't want it to be kind of a puffy type program. We want it to have real teeth and and Mm -hmm. that it says, okay, these individuals really are the best of the best. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Right. Um, It does bring up another point. Uh, You had talked a little bit about uh, your, your monthly reports. Yes. What, uh, how do we, how do we communicate those? What, what does that look like? What does the driver get to see? Um, so I have sent out, it's a monthly email, and it shows each of their scores and each of the different metrics that are scored. It shows their their score for total, um, the fleet's high score, and the fleet's low score. So and they where can, they fall. And where basically. they fall um, in that range. Um, it's, it's totaled every month so it's not you don't get to see this month's score you're going to see the rolling score right so from the last four months that's what you'll get probably next week when i send that out okay all right 
I think uh, that's the other piece too is you want to be able to keep track of that all year long so that mm -hmm. if you're if you're if you care about it and you're competing you can do that and we know we have drivers <laughs> we that do have some competitors that is for sure. <laughs> I get those calls every month they've, they've got questions and they're going to get them answered and and uh, make improvements and changes where they're necessary and we appreciate that kind of that attention to detail and that attention to the effort I think so and I think especially over the last few years um, with this particular program um, I think drivers are paying attention and they want they want to reach these milestones. I mean, Garner offers a pretty good incentive to be part of the fleet elite. Um, and I think it's a great way for people to, to manage their, their driving um, and good ways to look at ways that they can improve. Well, and at the end of the day, the appreciation for doing a job well done, everyone loves that, right? At Isn't the end really? of the day, if you can if you can get some kudos for those types of things, for just going out and doing a great job every day, uh, or being the best at what you've done, mm -hmm. you know, that's it's it's kind of high praise and high honor to to have a program like that one. And I think those that do take advantage of it and really pay attention to what they're doing really appreciate um, the end result. Let's say absolutely, and I think. Um, Going against this fleet of drivers is um, is hard. We have really good drivers <laughs> yeah, in the whole fleet. Very true. So I think um, to be the best of the best of that group is phenomenal. And if you want to reach that, I think it's attainable. Yeah, and it, and it should be. And that's I think the point of bringing that uh, board, that committee together every year, and making sure that we've we've got this right, that we've got the fair balance. Um, I know one of the big dynamic differences this year. Versus having maybe just the ops director or myself, mm -hmm. you know, having um, uh, a driver manager that's dealing with the drivers each and every yes. day, having that driver on board to say, hey, look, this makes sense. This doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. And even after the fact, um, being able to get that feedback and Jenny, you do a great job of bringing that stuff back and saying, hey, this is what I've heard. This driver said this. and. Mm -hmm. And keeping track of that stuff, so as we get into the following years, we can make those adjustments and make changes as they as they're needed. When I've gotten um, calls from drivers that get that report and say, "Hey, I didn't have this thing happen. Why do I have an accident showing? Or why do I have this?" And in some cases, we've taken that off because it it was either put on wrong or it needed to be um, relooked at. Yeah. Or if um, there's an issue with the truck, we had um, somebody I forget what the actual issue was, but the, the truck was brought back to the shop and they made some changes so they were able to run um, their APU or run cruise control differently because something on the truck needed looked at. Right. So this is just a really good, I think, um, way for all of the departments to stay on top of everything. Well, it goes back to that whole communication piece. Mm -hmm. It's like you, you, you don't know what's wrong until you communicate it. Right. And um, in some cases, you can be doing everything right and it's still not enough. Uh, and so that you, having that communication and coming back and saying, okay, look, something's not right with the with mm -hmm. the equipment. Something's not right. Well, I'm doing everything you're telling me to do, and uh, we can get that stuff taken care of very easily. I think in a lot of cases, and um, get them back into into the right lane or the right gear, so yes. to speak. No puns intended, right? Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, anything else that you would add to uh, to our fleet elite for 2023 and um, in terms of uh, changes, things to look out for? Um, I think for the changes, we're probably done for this year since yeah. we're about halfway yeah, through. It's all but done. Um, I would encourage everyone to take a look at those reports. If you aren't getting them, let me know. 
um, I'm starting a new process. So if if you're not getting it, it's something that I need to fix. So let me know. If you see something on your report that doesn't look right, call me. We'll get it taken care of, or I can at least get you an answer as to why it's on there. And if you have feedback or ideas for next year, let me know. We can include you possibly in next year's um, planning committee if we need to change I'd like to have things. a few drivers. Yeah, I think that's that's been valuable input. I agree. Totally agree. Well, Jenny, I appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. There's always some project or next thing that's coming. Um, I know we've got a big one getting ready to roll out here we in a do. couple of weeks. and. We can stay tuned and have another podcast just on that thing if you want to do that. Um, but in the meantime, I do appreciate your time today and, and, and your expertise with what, what we've been able to put together and, and kind of keeping us between the rails here and giving us a great explanation on that Fleet Elite program. Absolutely. Uh, once again, I am Tim Krolski, and this has been another edition of Beyond the Cast. <laughs>